welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. I'm here with Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello, Mike. You missed last week, but it isn't really last week yes. because this isn't this week. Yes. But what we when you missed last week, we didn't go through Burberry Herberty Herberty's ninth level leveling up. Can you stuff. not do that with his name? Well, I, to be I, honest, I, like, you know, <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit rude. You know what? I was thinking about this the other day, and not by design, but just through happenstance. Every character I've got a, like a stupid way. <laughs> Saying yeah. their names, yeah, right? I do. So I've got yeah. like Alessandra has become Sandra, then Sandy, then D. Yeah. Parker is Parker. Uncle Buggy is Uncle Buggy. And I go Sessions Epa. Yeah. And I also go Burbledy Herbledy Herbledy. Yeah. So there but we go. They That's don't, the way you know, it is. Aside from Sandy, yeah. I mean, the rest of them are generally the the name that that is written on the character sheet, which oh, is well, pronounced okay, in a fine. funny way. But Burperty, Herperty, Herperty. It's not his son. It's not Herperty, Burperty. And hearing it back from you is actually quite funny. Anyway, now I can I can change. I can change. I'll move on. I will improve. I'll get better. Now, you want to know what the, I did? Uh, yes, and you're going to have to pretend that you haven't. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to pretend it's that you know. It's fresh in my mind. Yeah. Of course, it's fresh in your mind because it is only last week that that. That's happened. right. So yeah. So ninth what level. What did you do? Yeah, basically. Yes. Well, ninth level is good because I get a fifth level spell. Uh, so I took synaptic static which is basically an offensive spell. So I, I wasn't very good offensively other than the Dissonant Whispers. Synaptic Static is the f- it's a great spell. It's the one with the intelligence save. It's the one with the intelligence save, and then it, it's the yeah. minus D6 for like a minute. Uh, Zerksog had that spell, and Hooves had that oh, spell Zerksog as well. Zerksog had it. So, I, I thought Hooves yeah, had Zerksog it. Yeah, Zerksog had it. I think, I'm not sure, but it might be like a spell power that's wrapped up inside the Mind Flare as a thing. Right. I'm not certain. I'll have to look it up. It's not, and certainly it's not who's that special a warlock. spell because, you know, it's 8d6. If you compare that with a fireball, which is... Yeah, but it's the intelligence save. It's the intelligence save that makes it horrible, yeah. right? Most people load decks. And they don't load... Well, you know, unless you're a wizard and exactly. we don't have a wizard. No, we don't have a wizard, but... You don't, lo- not you don't load us. intelligence. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a great spell for it's a great spell for bad guys to have. Yeah. Because characters tend to lowball yeah. intelligence. And if you fail it, the D6 is just a really nasty kicker to the damage as well. Yeah. Do you get to swap a spell out and swap another spell yeah, in? Yeah, I can't I can't actually remember <laughs> remember what I did. <laughs> I did do something. I, I mean, basically, the, the, you know, I'm trying to fill a gap with Burple. I mean, I tend to go for this mm. type of character, which is kind of utility. So yeah. what I think I had was a sort of under underplayed his uh, offensive capabilities which i've been sort of yeah. dealing with but it's you know it's things like um invisibility and sea invisibility and scrying and, and and that kind of thing and then do you get stuff like ninth level stuff that's not spell based like the only thing you get is um magic is song of rest so that becomes goes from a right. d6 to a d8 i think and this is what you do that when people other people take a rest and they effectively yeah, what they get bonus I, right, if i bonus sing healing. while people yeah. are rest taking a short rest yeah. they get an extra I mean, d8 as well whenever they take a hit dice i mean the idea somehow you singing while other people are trying to rest <laughs> would okay i'm reciting poetry <laughs> that breaks the fiction oh, somewhat, riddled but anyway ugly. uh well there we are that's it no. we've got nothing have we right we've got done nothing. it we've covered it yeah. you've got nothing fine. i've got no news i've got wanted. no information no you are i mean this is we no, haven't got fine. anything else to well, no, don't we mind should, me um, oh, you know 
I'm not okay. offended. You can email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com and Paul will read your email and decide what to do with it. Hopefully something normal. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Billowing Hilto. We love it if you could take a little bit of time and give us a rating or a review on your podcast app of choice. You can rate us on Spotify now. It's a new feature. It helps us with listings and it helps us with stuff. I don't know. I don't know what it helps us with. But otherwise, <laughs> I've got no news or information. Uh, Dan, thank you very much for pretending to take us through Burple's ninth level choices. <laughs> and we push on with episode 79 of the Billowing Hills Up podcast. Uh, second helpings, the best of Blanche. means that when they release the spell if we're inside the rune something bad will happen no i think there's a an entrance uh evening everybody or evening. good morning good morning readers uh welcome to the billowing hilltop good uh, afternoon. i'm here with dan and lucas and paul and Hello. johnny but no graham uh graham who's uh sessions uh graham who runs sessions who made that big discovery at the end of last week with the runes and all that stuff around the worm chamber he's not here he's at the football um but is we're gonna it? push oh, on that's where he is okay. i reckon that must be where he is so hopefully last they're getting gasp a, before hopefully they're getting a complete pasting <laughs> where we left things sessions had just discovered that the worm chamber is surrounded by a ring of glowing green runes not uh, perceptible to the naked eye that resemble or exactly kind of match the runes in the arena that uh, form the two ground circles the red and blue ground circle that the uh, combatants uh, start their bouts in i don't mean to be awkward yeah. and yeah. cause you problems but are when you say the runes are identical, does that mean they are the same sequence? Can we decipher them? Or does it mean like, okay, that rune I've seen up there and that one, is they're in the same order? Or what What does that mean? Well, it's a good question. Um, can somebody, uh, you, somebody with a decent, well, somebody's got to get up close with a decent arcana skill. Somebody can roll for sessions at this point, should they wish to. But it's basically an intelligence check. Um, well, I've got arcana. Okay. I've not got very, arcana Not very well. good. But I've got it. So well, give it a you need rolling to get right up. a seven. <laughs> okay. So you can approach the force field as close as you like. Go. When you peer at it, you can't make out the runes that sessions can make out. Yeah, okay. an eight. I don't think that's very good. Um, <laughs> no, that's not great either. Right. Do we, does anyone know what sessions is? Uh, can I kind of check? Well, his? give me a give it give it a give it. I mean, roll it. He might get a massive great number. And well, I'm just away. I'm just opening sessions. Uh, so bear with me a second. Oh, I'm going to roll a dice for sessions, <laughs> as the actress said, to the just bishop. to see if we're going to be in the uh, ballpark. <laughs> yeah, in the area. ballpark. Ooh, okay. Oh, that's a. Just I actually can't on with see sessions. We're no, we're not. Sessions. So uh, we're getting Wee. rid of those rubbish rolls to begin with. I got a two for sessions. <laughs> um, and okay, so hang sessions. On, hang on. No, hang on. I, I've got. I'm just opening sessions. I'm going to roll a proper arcana check for sessions. His arcana is oh, is plus well, naught. So we're, okay. Well. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm being I, super nice. You yeah, get a roll. yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. One. Sessions <laughs> rolls <laughs> one. No, hang on, he's a okay. hobbit, so he gets to re-roll. So he gets oh, to re-roll that one. He's he gets a to re-roll that one. Oh, he gets to re-roll the one. Yes, yeah. it's all part of the plan. You see, here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Two. Hold up, hold up. I've got to roll for Alessandra. Alessandra hasn't rolled yet, and she's. Uh, oh my god. I rolled a one. It's an astute question, uh, Burple, but that when Session 2 is the only person who can actually perceive the runes, cast his mind back to see if he can recall the exact sequence and whatever of the runes in the arena, he can't remember with enough clarity to compare what he can see with them. 
So okay. the nature seems the same. Whether or not it's an identical inscription, that he can't recall. So apologies, but but can you can you clarify when you say we can't see them? Are they invisible? Or are they what? What what is the, what is the mecha- mechanic? It, here? See, uh, it seems to be that people who are trained, versed in the arts of Arcana, if they study intently enough as Sessions did and he got a big number um, on his dice roll he was able to p- pick out these rune shapes in the force field in the force field right okay so, yes. so it's detect green magic light. for example wouldn't reveal them more you don't know like nobody's tried it I will uh, do it detect magic um, and you're looking up this passage from the altar room at yeah. the main as the actress said to the bishop yes okay so um <laughs> The the moment that you cast Detect Magic, you can see very clearly the tracery of runes uh, running around in front of the portal. So right, the, the 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 passage leads north from the altar room. Then you've got the, uh, the 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 kind of weirdly elastic, transparent or invisible force field. Then a little bit of space, and then this stone portal marked with the the exultant skull of Chaos. Well. Uh, in between the force field and the uh, worm chamber, or rather in between the, the force field and the portal, you can clearly make out these runes. Right. There's a tracery of them. They're floating. The, the, the runes that are inscribed on the... Uh, are, sorry, the runes in the arena are inscribed or seem to hang, as it were, at, at ground level. These are uh, floating more at sort of waist to eye level uh like like i said like floors in a gem picked out by the green light are they moving what about my suggestion that um this the access to get into this is in the middle of the arena that this is a third circle that is accessed from the arena floor Mm. that lies between the blue Mm. and the red circles so i think we think we were thinking of trying to access from the arena floor but we could we're trying to work out how to get from the uh... that's quite a good idea johnny but what what we could do is try and contact elegos uh so if if i can write them can i copy these runes down i'd say yes you can that's copy them down I'll take, yes. I'll take i'll get my phone out and i'll take a photo of the runes. okay oh uh, you can copy what you can see so you can only see a portion but you can sure. you can copy the runes that are in an arc in front of the portal and i'm saying that it's not too difficult for you or certainly sessions can see them anyway right for you to copy the portion of the circle that is uh, behind the force wall in the little downpipe from the mach- what we're calling the machine room how, how, how do we get up into the arena floor well, the only there way that you, the only way that you've traveled to the arena floor is by via the lift and that's certainly the way that the teams go up and down um and the your visitors that you've had have come up and down in that main arena lift there may be and that, other ways up and that's down guarded is it at the moment um you don't know i mean in theory you're not meant to use it i mean you're not meant to travel out of the scenery in between bouts uh you're you you learned last time that um, competitors are allowed up into the arena to watch other bouts because you know that Chang uh, Fankham watched your last fight. Yep. Um, but only but, during the competition, right? Yeah, only during the competition. But you're not allowed in and out of the scene a beat uh, during the games otherwise. It seems mm-hmm. to me that we kind of have two choices. So we either progress into the complex, so through the... Uh, the room where we found uh, what's yeah, the patient's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's to really face, dangerous. To, to fa- yeah, exactly. To face that that well, we didn't fight it, so we we assume it's dangerous, but we didn't actually fight it, so we don't know. 
and we were we were depleted at the time that that happened where we're not now so we That's either true. go that way yep. or we go out and go and talk to Elegos and see if we can get so what we need to decipher is the mechanism for deactivating this this thing and bringing it down that basically seems to be i, I the, think there's a third choice which is sneaking into the arena at night time or when there's nobody there and brushing away the the dust the sand of the floor and trying to see if there's an entrance at the top or concealed runes or a concealed entrance i think it's i i mean i think that's possible but i think it's more likely that we have to disable this green uh force field in order to get in but this worm is coming up. Presumably, if we were to expose in the arena, then the force field will also be there. I think I mean, the this answer thing is, a, is in think, a sphere, right? Yeah, I think the answer to Johnny is probably in the arena. But we have to work out what the mechanism is that we have to do it. And the answer may be beyond the difficult, horrible creature, or Elagos might be able to decipher it and give us a steer. But I suspect, I suspect that we're going to have to, in the middle of a fight, we're going to have to probably put one person in each circle and then do a ritual and spend a couple of... I don't know. We're going to have to do something during a fight, the probably. entrance at the, in the arena floor and, sh and reveal the glowing globe of, around the worm, then the whole arena, you know, the game's over, isn't it? No. Well, no. when have there's you, the next fight, you... they'll see a, a hole in the arena floor with a glowing globe. And yeah, at some so point, they can, the worm's they'll just say, oh, out. no, that's fine. Don't worry about that. That's just another circle. We're not going to tell you what that does. Have you met the current can, government? That's what they do. Can, they basically just deny everything. Can somebody, <laughs> can somebody um, <laughs> give me an intelligence check as you're discussing this? Uh, yeah, okay. Who's, who's intelligence? We're all yeah. thick. <laughs> uh, well, I think we should all do it. Yeah, I'll give you an intelligence check. A 19. Oh, brilliant. I get a 10. Uh, uh, gets a 10. Three. Plus a 24 in total. Bloody hell. No, no, um, no that's in to say, no, sorry. Ninety. Okay. Well, that's fine. That's enough. It's a. It's a just a piece of. It's a something that um, your characters may recollect that you clearly <laughs> do not. No. And there's no particular way why you would recollect this because it's a sort of a bit of technical detail rather than anything else. But um, you're pretty certain, uh, Parker. Thinking back to your fight against a Pitchblade, Sirius and Procyon. Yeah. Yeah. That when Procyon was. Uh, bedeviled by Burple's enemies oh. abound spell he attacked a referee and then he started to make a beeline for you lot and he dropped into a pit and yes. that pit you think was pretty much smack in the center of the arena directly between the two the red and the blue circles <sighs> oh. right and it was just a standard pit. Well, I mean, you don't know. He we fell into it. We didn't look into it, did we? Well, he didn't really look into it. No, it wasn't that sort of environment. Sure. It wasn't that sort of deal. But did, did we ever see them fishing Procyon out? Uh, you probably... I, I would say that you did, yes. Um, there was a creature in there as well. There was a there was mm. some kind of wild animal in there. The ah. that's right. Uh, other thing that you might... So that would imply that the pit into which he fell was shallower than the full depth down to the worm. Oh, I, 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 Possibly. I'm I've got to be very careful about leading you into areas like that. The the other thing that I should remind you is that of, of sorry, is that somebody has... Oh, can't, you just, there's no way of saying this. Another way that, somebody has pulled off the guards. <laughs> the, um, something that you noticed last week was that when you were travelling around the understructure, because you tried to get, remember, to, into this area via the wine cellar and discovered mm -hmm. that the 
door to the wine cellar was heavily guarded. You remember you had a bit of a yeah, you, uh, yeah. Um, the, that's odd. But, uh, the, the, there are no guards patrolling the Cenobi area, patrolling the understructure. There were no guards, for example, in the tunnel that Burple investigated, the one with the glyph um, in it. Yeah. Uh, whereas normally there were a couple of guards posted on that tunnel all the time. Well, I and think it, it, your supposition is that they've all, that, that, then suddenly there's loads outside the wine cellar. So some, clearly somebody has redistributed. Sorry, it's just a, this is a detail that you might not have remembered. Somebody, somebody's up to something with the yeah, guards. Yeah, they're, and the they're way about that being... to do some sort of ceremony, aren't they? It looked like because there were a load of torches lit down here and lots of guards. Well, the, it seems to me they're preparing for. A... The yeah, the torches had was the that, torches that, were normal torches. The thought hmm. that I'd had was that essentially, if you're if you've got a barrel of vinegar to mask the spell not that that implies that everybody not everybody is in on the scheme right readers it's a while since we played alessandra or um buggy in our last session we had a chat with the guards didn't we well you, like, you you had a chat with the guards but also you along, over- sir nothing to see here you overheard the guards yeah. when you crept into this area by coming through the other way coming through the yeah. the um, ochre jelly uh, cave yep you overheard the guards upstairs talking about how effectively a conversation to the effect that neither of them wanted to go back down there again it's an absolute it's absolutely horrible down there have you seen it down there you know blah 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 well hopefully uh, when is that how long are we expected to wait around mm. up here for well they just told us to watch over it so it sounds like the guards are posted upstairs to stop people getting down here but they don't sound like they're involved yeah. in anything yeah yeah so not everybody's in on the on the scheme no, it sounded like they're just grunts yeah, yeah. and um, certainly nobody nothing nobody's disturbed you down here or well, paid any attention I think to we should try and go into the arena floor at the same time send a message off to Eligos so we get two things done at once okay but but, the, but going to the arena floor what are you expecting to happen I want to investigate the pit trap okay the, but the way to go and talk to Eligos is Dimension Door that gets us beyond the rune the runes down the down that corridor and it gets us basically out. Is yeah, Dimension door, door far enough? Dimension Door is three... Ages. Hang on, let me look it up. No, Dimension Door is feet, I think. Feet. Dimension yeah. Door is 500 feet. And you need to... It's somewhere you know... Or, oh, I can't remember the rule. What's the rule about... You know, be Dimension fine, Door, you teleport you yourself to your car to any other spot within range. You arrive at exactly the spot you desire. It can be a piece that you can... A place that you can see, one you can visualize, or one you can describe by stating distance and direction. Such as 200 okay. feet straight downward. Right, so you would be able to use it to get past the glyphs in that passageway, assuming, I don't know, I mean, that Assuming be... that passageway goes out, or we could basically say we could well, dimension yeah. door to the entrance to the arena. Or, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the passage, yeah, that passageway, Burple could see that it extended off into, you know, I mean, he could, a, a distance unknown, but the it problem did is keep going in the same direction. There's an yeah. assumption that that you goes don't know somewhere. where it goes. No, exactly. Yeah, you don't know where it goes. No. So that's not necessarily where we would go. We might go out outside the arena somewhere that yep. we think is secure. Yeah. But but I think I think personally, Johnny, I I think ultimately the answer is up in the arena. But I think we're missing some pieces, and I think that we need to ex- find some other stuff before we do that. Personally, but I don't know that for sure. But it, there may be a way. Uh, so dimension door. I have how many do I have? I have two. I have three dimension doors potentially. So mm. we could go and and uh, session. We well, could dimension door to Eligos. Yes. Dim- then dimension from Eligos to the arena. Then down from the arena back down here. Yeah. It depends how many people we want to take. Oh uh, yes, that's true. Um, well, you, we're only investigating. We're not fighting anything. It's just 
uh, yes. speaking to Elagos, looking in the arena floor and coming back. I mean, I think we're running running out of time a bit, aren't we? I don't know. Where, I mean, the, where you're it, sitting in terms of time is that it's the evening of day two, and you've got a bout on day three uh, at three o'clock tomorrow afternoon against uh, Filge and the Gravediggers. And then, if you were to make it through that, you'd be you'd have about a, you'd be in the final on day four. But the um, um, the the meeting of the planets, or the, from that. Well, the weird... meeting of the planets is tomorrow at some yes, point. Yes, I think that's the. Uh, oh, that's I when see. the bug's going to come out, isn't it? Probably. I mean, it could be coincidence. You don't know. But that that orrery, um, the night last, certainly at midnight on the at the uh, midnight on the twenty eighth of Fumbulary, that orrery seemed to sort of energize a little. So, so we've got at the like, same this evening. Yeah, something. it seems to have been steadily becoming more, as it were, energised. And you say the conjunction is tomorrow. The conjunction is at two thirty something in the afternoon of tomorrow, the third day of misrule. I half an hour to... before our bout. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. So Graham also oh, has three dimension doors. <clears throat> Each dimension door can take two people: the the spellcaster and somebody else. Well, so potentially we with one dimension door each, we can take four people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe a couple could go over to Elegos and a couple up into the arena floor. I, I, I don't know. Or we or, could we could do it the same. I or, or. personally think that we probably need to explore a bit further here. Yeah, I'm 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 inclined to agree with you, Dan. I don't know. There's a scary jelly thing. Yeah, but this time we're we're spelled up and we're we're yeah not totally. I think we need to get past that and see what's beyond there. I think going up and see and establishing that this worm is able to basically get into the arena on the premise that the idea is that they're going to let it loose and there's going to be this huge crowd, trap, close the doors, yeah, and then let this worm sort of infect, you know, I don't know how many thousand people are in the arena. Um, I, I mean, mean the... just establishing that that seems to be what's happening... <laughs> Well, given this is a sphere, well, I mean, we don't all... know it's a sphere. It might be a, it might be a, a cylinder. We, you know, if it's trying to get at, if it's going to come out, yes, it might not be sealed at the top. It might be well, a cylinder. Yeah, but okay, so it's a cylinder. What does that help you in terms of? Well, it means we can attack it from the top. Yeah, and I... get in and fight it. I think, I think though, the most likely scenario is that we'll get to the top, we'll find the thing, and then we can't get in. Yeah. And then what do we do? I think that's the mostly the like the most likely. Well, what's I don't know. Well, what what's talking to Elagos going to do? I don't. I don't think we're supposed to be going out of the. I, think I don't we think might we be. can't so imagine the dungeons. Talking to Elagos allows us to, to basically give Elagos some of the runes, and then Elagos could con- conceivably work out. Maybe she'd know how to stop the sickly green beam. Maybe she can use the runes to. I just can't imagine someone writing an adventure. It's a bit metagamey. The, the assumes that the characters are going to be able to go get out Why? and talk to Eligos and then come back in again because that assumes the characters have dimension doors and not not everybody well might have dimension doors in the dungeon. That we can doesn't send really work. Messages to her and yeah, Garth there is a mechanism for talking to South her. Portal. Yeah, we have a mechanism for talking to her, Garth South Portal. And and so far she hasn't produced anything of use. <laughs> what about Paul? What do you say? Um, I think the obvious thing is that there's this area that we haven't yet gone yeah. to, which is the area through the bedroom. That is the obvious route. I agree that there there could be all kinds of other things 
that we could be doing but this is just like if there was a big neon arrow it would be pointing in this direction we don't know about the rest okay well i'm inclined to agree to do that. Well, let's do that then have we got um, a send spell sending that can send a message to Eligos? It's a message spell. I thought about taking it, but I don't think I did. I think no. we've got to kind of buff up Synaptic and get ready. Static. And we got, this the area through here has got the kind of chaos evil all over it. Um, and I think we've got to kind of get ready for it to be very, very nasty. But it, Yeah, I, I think that's the way, personally. And I think that... It, if we are prepared for it to be like that, I mean, I don't know what buffing we can do. Then it is Dungeons and Dragons after all, and this is the yeah. dungeon. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Let's not work on kind of these vague assumptions about the shape of a set of. No, but if it, it is going, certainly going to be at least a cylinder, and if we go around and fight that thing, I don't mind doing it if everybody wants to do that. But if we're coming around the other side fighting this thing, we'll still be in the same position. We'll be well, in, we will facing be facing a we'll, cylinder, but we'll know we'll. We'll know more. At the moment, it's fairly clear that there's a route to go in rather than making kind of vague assumptions on a base of very little information. I mean, metagaming like potential way in. If you were writing this dungeon, you would put something down here that gives that somewhere there is an answer that says, okay, in order to defeat the worm and, and and release it, you have to do cast this spell or do this thing, and you need to have these parts which need to, and then you do this ritual, and then it works. Edigos well, might think... be able to tell us, oh, based on the runes, that looks like this, and Law says that you need the anvil of something, and you need to do the cast of something or other. But I Possibly. think the clue or... is that the selling, you know, this is in in the middle. Listen, but you would put the you would put the season finale, for want of a better term, in the arena, wouldn't you? So I think you're right. The answer is ultimately up there, but I think we're not ready for it yet. I think we're we running out of time. Exactly. So, so we have a session. Evening. We have a session here where I think we go ahead. I think the problem yeah. is without sessions, that might be that might be well, more you tricky. Have, you have you, you have, have sessions. sessions. We just we play. Do you know what we do? Is we play sessions as sessions. Sorry, I'm back. Okay. Don't we? We play sessions as he's forty foot away from anything, <laughs> at least. He moves so, very slowly. He casts yeah. a, well, he a casts small range of spirit guardians. So yeah. se- sessions tends to stay away from trouble and keep his party supporting, healing whatever resources. Yeah. Um, ready, but yeah. he does enter into stuff with the spirit guardians. You tend to yeah. that would crushing be. Coin. But that's absolutely yeah. And he uses the crash, the crushing coin, spiritual yeah. weapon. But I mean, that's you know we know how, how sessions works. So I think we're happy with that. I mean, I'm I'm not yeah. got a problem with with. I, I I can certainly cut you some you know, lat, latitude lassitude whatever it is. Anyway, you know let's you do can, that. You can okay. Whatever we've you want to do. We've got one but... more one more shot at this before yeah, our, let's, let's, tomorrow, let's, and we're going to go and fight something that is not yes, necessarily going to get us to the worm. That's all. Friend guide storyteller, you've got one long rest before your fight yeah. tomorrow at three in the afternoon, yeah. and you can't take it until after midnight. That, yeah. That's that's a nice that's a that's a simple immovable logistical yeah. factor. We are as prepared for this as we'll ever be. Okay. Yeah, so what I do you agree. want to do? Personally, I think what you we want go to go ahead. Right then. In which case, shall we? So who does what? Alessandra probe one. Gonna go and check uh check out the bedroom. So she's gonna move through the um altar room, through that corridor into the bedroom where we had that little chest yep. which bugger off yep. um disappeared into and then she's gonna go up to the door where the last yes. thing with the door yep. was we were holding it shut against the monster and she's gonna listen. Uh give me a perception check when you listen at that door. Are you pressing be... your ear are you pressing your ear up against it? I am indeed and I okay. 
I'm I get a 10. Do, I can't roll to cast invisibility on on Alessandra. Oh, uh, fine. So, um, you can't hear anything, Alessandra. At least nothing. No. I can't hear anything. Fine. Well, I mean, no. I mean, you it's can't 10. hear. It's an average hit. It's an average roll. Yeah, so. if, you're, if, you're, if you're straining your senses to hear the sound of something moving around in there, it's something, nothing like that. All you hear is effectively background ambience. Yeah. yeah. No, fair enough. Um, I am now invisible. I will. I know the door's not locked. Parker will move up into the room as well. Parker will move up to the room. He's got a protection from evil running, by the way, from last time. Are we rolling randomly for him? It's up to you. Sessions runs up to the door and opens it and runs through. So it takes his clothes off first. So we've got Alessandra standing at the door. Buggy, Parker and Burple in the little in the little kind of hooves, hooves his bedchamber. And Sessions standing in the corridor just Should behind. Should we get yep. Sessions to do um, Spirit Guardians now when he can see everybody who's... That's not oh, a bad can idea. He, can, he, can he include Alessandra, who's invisible? Does it say a person you choose or a person you can see? When you cast a spell, you designate you can designate any number of creatures you can see to be affected by it. Right. Unaffected by it. Yeah. Uh, can so, we throw some, throw some sand on top of Alessandra for a minute? Should we just kind of change the way that we did all that that round those rounds out of combat? I think we just let's just go with what we have. It's a there's an element th- of resource management I think in this Paul game. Is, yeah, I think Paul is right. I think we can just retrospectively say I mean, that I yeah. didn't do that spell. Yeah, there's all sorts of things. If you think back, like right back, yeah, yeah. there's loads of stuff that you thinking about it that you yeah. might do differently. But we yeah. were out of round sequence, so it's not put a put not, a blanket on top of Alessandra. Well, does that go invisible? No, because if you put a blanket on, yes, it does go invisible. We could. There is a. I've been having an interesting discussion about the. I could uh, do fairy fire. Physics of invisibility. Just don't. Or cast see invisibility on sessions. Burn that spell, right, so that he can. (laughs) (laughs) Just we're at it, Stephen. A friend guide storyteller. May I um, suggest something? Yeah, always. Well, Alessandra's going to become visible the moment she attacks. Sessions yeah. could always always prime that spell and save it for things when things kick off. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Alessandra is going to open the door. Uh, quietly. Sorry, have we searched this room, by the way? Going to open yes. Yes. the door. Yes, yeah. more than you've you've <laughs> intensively searched this room because they frantically looked around for clues as to how to get you out that chest buggy. Can um can I so roll a stealth check? Roll a stealth check. Yeah, roll, roll a, a stealth check. Yeah, because I roll at advantage. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if I can roll over a ten. I can't roll over a ten, but I do manage to roll seventeens. Seventeen is yeah okay. I'm just gonna make a quick uh, dice roll here um, with my new technology. At some point, okay. surely, yeah, I roll over a ten. Um, and your the door opens towards you. Mm-hmm. Um. If I recall correctly, because Buggy was pushing it to hold it closed. Yep. Yes. Um, so are you, how much, how, I mean, you're just opening it a crack or are you, what are you doing? Opening it a crack, just so I can see down the corridor. Okay. Well, it is, you've got dark vision. Yes. You can see, uh, let's, let's not play around with this too much. You can see pretty much what you would expect to see. Um, Which is a monster attaching itself to my face. No, no, which is the space that, as pretty much as you recall from before, which is that you can see down a corridor, you can see opposite uh, into a chamber that you can see a little corridor leads off to the, keeps going north the way that your um, mm-hmm. passageway is going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that on the left hand, the, the chamber opens up on to your right, but on the left hand side, the chamber uh, is 
you can't see to the left of the chamber down your corridor because there's a curtain that Uh, runs. Otherwise known as the curtain of death. Well, you don't know if the curtain was the curtain of death. It was peering over the curtain that caused the trouble. I shall move 15 foot to the end of the initial corridor and to peer around the room as it opens up. Yeah, you could see what you could see last time. So your dark vision and the small amount of light offered by this brazier show you a chamber Mm -hmm. 15 feet heading north away from you. Uh, You suppose that the whole thing is about 25, 30 feet across. Yes. Yeah. But you can't see one portion of it because of the curtain. Okay. And then there's a corridor leading straight on the way that you're going past this chamber up to another door about 15 feet away. Could you give me another stealth check, please? Yeah, I can. Can I roll above a 10? Can you? I can. I can roll... (sighs) Natural 20, giving an 18... Sorry, um, 31. 31. Okay, so you are basically, you are invisible. You are completely soundless. Yes? Yeah. Um, You creep up to the threshold of the room. There's no Mm. sound of anything. I mean, give me a perception check. Perception check, okay. Ah, another natural 20. Getting a 28. Okay, so you can literally, your, your senses are so perfectly attuned, you can actually hear the hissing and crackling of the incense in the brazier. Yep. Which must be burning right down. Who's tending that brazier? You have to ask yourself. It's probably been sitting there very, it's probably the embers that have been glowing and whatever for now for, ooh, at least a day. Yep. Mm. Um, you can actually hear that and you can't hear anything else. Okay. I'm going to carefully proceed Mm -hmm. to across the room and up that corridor at the other end to the door I can see ahead of me. Okay, so now I need another um, stealth check. Come on, let's do it. Come on, Uh, getting a 21. Okay, Uh, let me just make a couple of, let me make a dice roll here. My new secret dice roll facility. Okay, 21. Just got the feeling something wrong very quickly. You don't feel you've made any significant noise as you get to the to the threshold of that corridor. Okay, and then I'm going to make my way up to the door itself. Do you want me to roll it's another a very check? kind of plain, boring-looking door? Good. Doesn't seem to have a lock. No it lock. Just seems to have a straight kind of you know turny. What they call it? Door um, handle. Yeah, no, they call it something like a farmhouse or whatever it is, or a something handle. That sort of a scrolly black oh, ironwork, yeah. Yeah, 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 turny handle. Yeah, yeah. I will um, listen at the door. I think is the first thing to do. Rolling a perception, mm-hmm. getting. Oh, that's a nice perception check of twenty six. Um, you can't. Uh, you might hear like like the faintest sound of perhaps a single drip of water or something perhaps echoing a little but really nothing other than that nothing okay perfectly I... judged sound to freak you out without actually being anything yeah Excellent. yeah no thanks yeah. very much for that um i'm going to stealthily and i'm going to roll a stealth check open the door a crack just to see what's going on through it okay well you can see a little bit of a spot looks the floor of a small chamber rolling a 27 on the stealth yeah so you can see this at a corner of a chamber right if you open the door a crack you get a little aperture Mm-hmm. Um, that shows you you're looking at what looks like you're looking at the corner of a of a room. You can only see a bit of floor with the amount of door that you've got open. Um, floor looks the same as the same flagstones as where you are. Uh, maybe a little grubby, and there's a smell. There's the smell of um or of re- of refuse and of urine. 
Oh, okay. Okay. This is one of the things where I'm looking at this map where you've shown me the corner of a room. And I know that if I open the door anymore, it'll be like, and here's a very big eye and a big mouth, and it's going to eat your face off. No, I will keep opening the door. Okay, so you're 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 swinging the door open. You don't need to make another stealth check. I think it's all part of the same action. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going um, to it's it's a lavatory, Paul. It's a lavatory. It's a lavatory. I was going to search down the um, walls of the corridor leading up to the toilet. Um, I imagine that's an investigation check, isn't it? Yes, it's an investigation check if you're going to scrutinise the stonework. And it's a perception check if you're going to stand there and see if you can spot anything awry. I'll do a perception check. I'm better at perception. Okay, give it a shot. And the shot gives me a 19. Okay, you don't notice anything awry about the corridor as you study it. Okay, I think I think I've done plenty. Is You've anybody... done, well, yes, I mean, we're out of sequence. I mean, the others, I'm assuming, are all waiting silently. Yeah. On the other side Hoping. of the door, um, you've not made a big noise and there's not been any reaction as yet. Uh, does anybody else want to do anything and ruin everything? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah I'm sure I'm sure lined up. Clang, clang. <laughs> what can you see? Sandy, I can smell shit. On? I can smell shit. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Should we all get ready to bash? Yes. Okay, yeah, think... well, I'll move up. No, no. No? No. What are we going to do? We're going to wait. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, yeah. What do you want to do? If you right. okay, what I can all I can guarantee is that if you move up, you're going to tip off off whatever's there, and you're going to start a combat because you're useless. Well, that's why <laughs> that's why Johnny is doing this. He wants. I'm only doing because he's bored. <laughs> why not? We do this. I want to go up to the, the floor we, of the arena. We, we're coming we down here the, to fight this. Well, go okay. Thing. I think we, we crossed the, the Johnny threshold probably half an hour ago. Everything else, is just, <laughs> yeah. we're all okay. borrowed time. There's one room we haven't done. Here. Yeah. Off you go. The curtain. Johnny, off you go. I think you should go up to the arena. We'll, what, we'll follow you. You, no, go, you go on what, ahead. You, what's your solution? You don't want me to go and fight this thing. So what, what, are, we, what are we doing here? What thing? The thing behind the curtain. Because we haven't tipped it off yet. He's still... Alessandra is still searching and doing... Well, Sandra is still doing... Sandy. I won't uh, kind of even give that my time of day. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't know you had your own time of day, so I, Paul. You know, so... so <laughs> Uh, the, the Uncle Buggy tries to walk past Burple, and Burple just sticks his hand out uh, across his chest and says, "Burple will have to stick his nothing down, down below." Yeah, angry. down. Yes. Yeah, yeah down. It's yeah, not, you it, stick your hand out, and he like, just walks underneath it. It's three feet too. Puts his hand on the top of Buggy's head and holds it there. <laughs> do we, his do hair we need is to get him greasy. Like, I wouldn't do that. Does he? Does we need a little like a stroller? A toddler got, stroller okay. thing. I've got gloves. Well, <laughs> sort of like let's elastic. leave that. Let's leave that beautiful. Lead. Yeah. Let's li- <laughs> okay. Darn. Let's just leave that beautiful. Like, it's a knockout playing out in our minds. Um, is anybody going? Is Alessandra going to do anything uh, um, more, or no. are you all just going to stand around waiting for each other? To I think waiting I think... for Alessandra. We're waiting for Alessandra to properly scope the area, give her a chance, because it's there's a chance that she may find the answer here without us all needing to have to fight this thing. Yeah. There's, all right. Alessandra is going to yes. then go back thing. into the room with yes. the curtain in it, Make and is going check, please. Is going you to search the area with the brazier. Search the area with the oh, well, I mean, that's, that's, um Is that something that Alessandra should be doing right in the middle of this? You know, she gets a twenty-seven on the stealth. On the stealth. 
Okay, I'm just going to roll a dice here behind the screen, getting... Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, and you feel that you've been super quiet. And so she's going to go to the opposite side of the room to the curtain. Yes. And do a perception check there. Okay. To see anything untoward, getting a 23. Alessandra, there is something a bit untoward about that area of wall exactly where you're standing. Uh. When you peer at it... Uh... uh there's something not quite right about it. Run away! It looks like... Secret door. It looks like uh, somebody has tried... Somebody has rather artfully covered up uh, or made to look natural an area of the wall cladding, which is, you know, st stones or whatever, flags. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But as you peer at it and you're looking for the right thing, you realise that there's a sort of slightly suspect outline there, a kind of suspiciously door-shaped outline there. Excellent. Well, she's going to, Alessandra's going to try and open the secret door. Well, you think you'd need to probably give it a push bit of scrutiny to try and work out how they yeah. might operate. Well, that would, would be an investigation check, which perhaps is not so straightforward. She will give us an investigation check. I can say you can do that without making a further stealth check because it's not necessary. Oh, she gets a 23 on the investigation. Well, it doesn't take you long, Alessandra, to work out that actually it's a pretty straightforward um, process that there is a little area uh, of mortar that has worn away that it hasn't really worn away yes and mm -hmm. in goes uh, your in, um, not for the first time Alessandra slips in her practiced fingers <laughs> oh dear oh dear, oh dear, oh dear sorry oh dear um, uh, and you feel that you have identified the mechanism by which this door would open and you feel that the door would open towards you and she will open it towards her you want to make a stealth check when you do that yeah okay as you open the cupboard full of musical instruments all stacked up on top of each other balancing against the door on the inside <laughs> she gets a 26 on the stealth you found a secret corridor alessandra yeah um let me just show you what you can see it heads off to your uh, the east to your east uh, quite obviously, and then takes a turn to your north. Yeah. Don't know what you want to do about that, but that's what you find. Well, she's going to carefully make her way down the mm -hmm. corridor. She's going to be careful checking for traps and, mm -hmm. you know, not trying to set up anything by standing on any. Well, you're going to have to make a stealth check. Do you want, are you leaving the door open behind you? Uh, I think what she's going to do before she does that, sorry, she's going to uh -huh. go back out into the middle of the room so Burple can see her. Nobody can see you. Nobody can see me because I'm invisible. Uh, and your your stealth checks are so fast, they've got absolutely no idea that you exist, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, if I had, if I don't have any chalk on me, I wish I had some chalk, because I'd then um, mm -hmm. just draw on the ground, but I don't. Um, okay. No, I'll continue then. I'll leave, the, I'll leave it ajar and I'll just continue. Is it a door or is it ajar? You're gonna make it's ajar. Okay. You find a passageway leading north and turning east again. Okay. Show me Absolutely silent. Let me know if you want me to make any rolls or anything. Um, you find a passageway that extends off as far as you can see to the east. I'm not going to put it all in because... Yeah. It's very long. It's Well, you don't know, but it's as, more it's than to the extent foot. of your dark vision, um, it's got an upward slope to it. Ooh. Heading you towards the passageway, cellar. You know the passageway that Burple... Um, explored. You haven't explored that passageway, but Burple has reported it back to you. Yep. Yeah, that had a slight upward slope. This seems to have 
also seems to have a, an upward slope. Right. I think at this point, I'm going to go back and uh, whisper to Burple exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, can good. you give me a stealth check for your journey back to the others? Yeah. I, mean, I think we'll abstract this a little. We're not going to start square counting, but just, no. you know. Uh, bear in mind that your invisibility is only bad wow okay Uh, wow blimey I mean that is quiet quiet Uh, okay making a roll behind the screen but fine well you don't seem to disturb anything I'm assuming you can get back into the chamber you can close the door behind you and you can converse whispered conversation have a whispered whispered conversation and I'm going to say that I'm going back up this corridor if they want to follow me they can but give me a minute to get ahead of them because I want to maintain a stealth approach. I think I think yeah I mean I think you should beware of ruins in that corridor that's what I'm going to do I'm going to be on guard I'm going to be watching out for glyphs and runes and things like that um, but I think uh, you should explore it solo yes that's what I'm saying I'm happy to uh, okay. go I'm letting you know where I'm going I'm saying if you want to follow do but give me a chance to get ahead of you I think if we follow, we'll probably kick off a fight, and then that will. Okay, okay. Well, that's you... fine. I mean, if you if you if you make a, com- I mean, we can know. shut the. If we you all commit get through to the a secret door, we could. You commit to a course of action, Alessandra. Um, well, it's up to you. You might, you may want to agree some kind of signal or something well, the, between um, you. What I'm thinking is, okay, let's assume that these upward passageways lead out, and they may be sort of guarded by some kind of magic protection or something. But essentially, that means that the creature that's behind the curtain, once defeated this place is is just guarding an entrance which means that there's possibly not a way through but it it seems to make sense that there's another it is sort of heading towards the uh the the wormy um runes in the center Um, alessandra give me an intelligence check something that yeah yeah that's that's normally a bit more difficult well let's see how you do like i said it's normally a bit more difficult i get a two okay that's a one are you in hobbit no. When when you peered over the curtain, what did you see of the room beyond? Can we? There's not much of it. There was a there was a mosaic on the far wall of Kios's yeah. um, uh, exultant visage and sort of green and black checks. I can tell you exactly uh, what you saw. Um, the horrible skull of Kios, and made out of a mosaic of tiny green tiles and with black tiles as a sort of background. So there was five a basin, foot, ten foot a giant. Deep. Uh, say again. Is it five or ten feet deep? About or? yeah, about ten feet. There was about ten. There was it's it's it, the, the room is symmetrical. Yeah. So mm. there's another there's another ten foot behind it. Seven or eight feet past the curtain before you before the room closes off. Uh, there was this mosaic on the far wall which freaked Paul out and he had to make a saving throw. And then there was a large basin sitting in front of this wall and in that basin was this awful thing that looked a bit like a kind of developed giant version of the terrifying orange bee-eyed um, nasty that was summoned by the sorceress when you were in the caves before you got into Zerxog's lair. Something really, truly horrible. It then cast some kind of, or summoned or brought into being, some kind of awful cloud of noxious vapour that oh, meant yeah, that nobody could see anything and everybody ran for their lives. Yeah, that's That pretty much sums up what happened there. Um, but so Dan buggy. is right. You were in a depleted state when you made the decision to stay or go in that instance. Yes. Buggy, do you want to fight it? Uh, if everybody else wants to, yeah, I'll bash. I mean, we could try sneaking around and follow Alessandra. And then I suspect... I if mean, we, we could... trigger it, then we've got to fight it. But if not, 
There is the possibility that we could have an explore beforehand and then come back and fight it afterwards. I mean, conceivably, we could close the secret door on it. Alternatively, we could fight it and secure this whole area. Yeah. But we've got... It's going to be released tomorrow. Yeah. That's why I'm saying we potentially um, should fight it. My, but is that going to get us anywhere nearer nearer the worm so there's a basically there's a mosaic on the wall that could, could potentially lead through you know if there's a secret if there's if it's symmetrical there's possibly a secret door on the other side which lead to the worms potentially is there was there anything else in that room like documentation or books or anything like that which which room the, the room the with behind the, the curtain room. oh no nothing no. just the basin the unspeakably awful abomination and the mosaic yeah come on let's fight it <laughs> well hang on John, Johnny's point is is valid. If we if there's nothing there, we're just fighting for the sake of fighting. What does it, what does that get? How does that advance? Get, gives us access to bash down the or search. Can the I wall check in on um, just just because the world moves while you're discussing this? Yes, mm. um, Alessandra, you've come back into the main room. You didn't go off on your expedition. Yep. Right. Okay. So we're we're, we're talking about. We're talking about this. Essentially, what we've got to do is we've got oh, to... Oh, no. I mean, I'm, I can't be happier than to... when I'm just sitting here not having to do anything. That's fine. I'm, I'm, yeah. Where, somewhere there is the answer. So it could be like there's a there's a scroll. I mean, how do we deactivate these scrolls? I mean, that seems to be the... We hmm. tried last time. Yeah, but there's probably a key somewhere. There's probably uh, some some item or artifact that we need to, to do it. Uh, I keep thinking that Eligos might have the answer. She might be able to say, ah, well, you know, legend has it that there is, you know, the scrolls are activated in this way. And in order to mm. interrupt, yeah. you need to, you know, cast this spell or do this thing or have the, the key of Kios or whatever it is. Well, why don't we all dimension door to Eligos and then potentially dimension door to the arena and then dimension door back? Because there's five of us, so that basically burns a lot of a lot of our dimension doors. spells. So it seems to me that fighting this thing, if we've got any resources left, we can then we can then at our leisure go and talk to Eligos. If we yeah, haven't, if uh, we don't find the answer here, I mean, I think there's two options. First option is we can search the mosaic, and there may well be, like you said, if these rooms are symmetrical and there's another secret door behind the mosaic. All that kind of stuff. And the other one is, once we've done that, we're then free to go up that passage. Yeah. And possibly that passage is a secret way out of the arena. Yeah. Now, presumably we could walk to Eligos and yeah. come back again without anybody noticing us. And without having to cast any spells. Yeah. Let's be a bit more so accurate the, about... The only Let's... thing that I was thinking in addition to that would be whether we try and sneak past this creature and then see if we can't go out anyway and we can still always still fight this creature on the way back well i think the thing is is we let's just be a bit mindful of what i hate using that term sorry let's just remember what happened this mosaic triggered fear yeah didn't because it, it's protecting something which which implies that there's a way through there but do we have the ability to open the curtains and fight this thing? Well, with surely we can leave the curtain without opening it and we then just need run to make away. a noise. The, the, yeah. We need to make a noise, it'll come after us. That's what it's, yeah. Okay. And if we're all ready with all, we're basically, the minute it comes around the corner and we've all got readied actions. Well, it's going to it's gonna cast its area of effect spell, so we have to be a little bit careful. Yep. We might want to spread. We, if we don't, yeah, yeah if we but can we still not spread, go... we still have readied actions so that, I mean, we could get 
hopefully certain amount of damage in on it before it even manages to yeah. cast the spell. I feel it is... I mean, this is annoying because I've... <sighs> being too nice. Well, no, no don't not be nice. nice. I don't feel it nice. is on... Don't give it okay, away. Yeah, fine. Okay, don't I'm give it away. Johnny? So, uh, <laughs> no, it's... Uh, I, I think if we open the curtain, we're subject to this mosaic sphere thing. So I Only think the idea of drawing it out is a good one. But why... Yeah. The other thing is, if we do get past, there is a secret door behind the mosaic. There's still a cylinder around this thing. I don't think we're going to get to the worm. Would I, give us more I think runes. Lucas's idea of trying to sneak out and maybe not fighting it is probably a good one. I oh think God. we to fight it, personally. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, you're, you're both you're pissing with my head here. Dan wants to find something and Johnny doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on? I'm s- Dear reader, this has never happened before. Okay, vote. <laughs> no, Dan always wants to fight. Yeah, things. take a vote. <laughs> yeah, Dan always wants to fight. He wants to explore. He wants to explore options, but yeah, he, I, I basically, ben, I'm after the answer to bring to to this worm thing. That's the thing. Take a vote. Interrupt. There's four of us, so of course, there's no chance of it being fifty-fifty. But we could try. <laughs> well, we can roll randomly for. Um, I vote for fight. Yeah, but what do we? How do we initiate? Uh, there you go. That doesn't matter. We can just throw something out the curtain. Yeah, but we, I mean, want, we want to spread out. So maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe we, Lucas's idea of trying to get down the corridor is not a bad one because that splits the party. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going back oh, to the end. The party's always a great idea. No, I'm going back to... no, it basically gets the creature in the middle of us. Yeah. We That's, can attack yeah, yeah. it from multiple sides. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just being flippant. Yeah. I'm going to... Um, I can sneak can it down I, to I'm going to have the, uh, get rid of the invisibility when I get to the entrance of the... Um, uh, secret passage. Why didn't you Sorry, so st- Anderson, why not stay invisible? Uh, it's because I want the benefit of the spirit, the spirit guardians, guardians, the spirit guardians. Well, why don't I just dispel it now? We do spirit guardians now. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, um, okay. I will do long strider. Johnny, you got yeah. any buffing? What level do you do that at? Yeah, I do. Me, me. Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. Uh, first level, level on do? myself. Only can you do it at second? No. Useless. I'll do speed uh, and uh, boots of speed and ring of jumping activated. I've got protection from evil running. You're making a little bit of noise here if these spells have got verbal components and you're, but you can whisper all of the your kind of instructions and coordination. Well, we close the door first, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I presume that you've closed the door already. What I'm thinking is that we, that I could kick things off with synaptic static, mm-hmm. which is what 8d6. Is an 8d6 area, 20 foot radius area of a area of effect that is the one that they that hooves did on us that, that, oh, that yeah. you subtract a d6 from oh yes oh please. yes yeah so i could basically kick things off with that yes and is it going to penetrate you... the curtain is the thing is that that curtain's not magical or anything is it it's just a curtain it's just a curtain as far as i was aware the other thing is to do um my new favorite spell is very far if yeah, you can, can get a fairy fire on something, it's yeah. just... I think synaptic static cost. is probably better than fairy fire in this instance. Oh, yeah, but, but can you do both? Yes, but not I at mean, the I same time. I mean, I could also, no. <laughs> before you do that, make an attempt to go through the secret door so that I'm in position I think you and to Paul, attack it. Or I could you go, and Paul should I'll, go through the secret. You should go through the secret door. Yeah, that's The that's only problem with attacking it from... That direction, though, is it means that once it comes out, we will have to look at the mosaic. Yeah, but I would imagine that would have a range, that mosaic, but you could go into the jarn. Yeah, I was thinking more going down the, going to the, yeah. Going to the lavatory before we start. Mm. I wish I had. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to roll, um, so I'm not invisible. We've got the 
Spirit Guardian's going. Johnny's done his bits and bobs. Dan, are you going to launch gonna that synaptic? An, Graham's going to do an aid. Who's yeah. he doing the aid on? Well, it should be Buggy. Yeah. Um, Sessions. No, sorry, Buggy Parker and... Buggy Parker and maybe you. You yeah, or Burple. Whoever's going to... What is what is Burple going to do in the way of attacking? Mostly spells, but he has kind of three rounds of decent damage and a, and a magic sword. Maybe... There was something to do... Something happened with the Sword of Zosiel, didn't it? The Sword of Zosiel has elevated one plus. It's a plus two longsword now. Is it? Oh, nice. Nice. Okay, okay, so maybe I'd be uh, more inclined to do some do some fighty fighty. So the aid, what's that? How many extra hit points? I think it's ten extra hit points. It is unless you get points. more extra hit points if you use a higher spell slot, isn't it? A third level spell, basically. Don't know. We have three potions. Uh, so we've got a, a potion of greater healing, just to let you know. We have uh, dust of disappearance. We've got scroll of greater restoration. Scroll of death ward. Right, shall I try moving stealthily to these? If you're casting passage. it at second level, that aid spell, everybody gets an extra five hit points. If you burn one of your fourth or fifth level slots, you're going to get more hit points. It's up to you. I think Graham normally I think Graham normally casts it with using a third level slot to give you ten hit points each. That's only the last time anyway. But I don't know. But you don't have a third level slot. So what slot are you burning on the aid spell? Let's do the lower. Let's do the five. Okay, fine. Five, did you say? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, okay. Everything mm. else in place, and Parker will try and move past the secret door from the DM, stealthily. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll do a stealth check. Yeah. Plus three. So I wait to amend. Twenty-one in total. Okay. Um, again, we're not going to get into square counting. You can make your way through the chamber and through. Where are you going? Are you heading north towards no, the laboratory? No, I'm head you... towards the secret passage. Okay, so yeah, you can get so, to the secret passage. Yeah, uh, I think that uh, Alessandra left the door open a little bit. I yes, think you said. I did. Yeah, so you can see it clearly as you get into the room, and you can slip through the the the, the gap. Alessandra's going to head directly north, so she's going to be in the passageway of the toilet. Can you give me an intelligence check, Parker, when you do that? Um, yes. Hold on. He says, rapidly moving his figure away from the door. Something. Ooh, six. Okay. That's no. Fine. Me. No. No worries. Okay. Um, Sandra's going to move up to. Oh, I assume a perception check to. Uh, we're going to be. I don't want to be nasty, Mike, but um, you can make a perception check should you want, Parker. If you tell me what you're studying. Just keeping my eye on the curtain. Okay, so the door is open wide enough. You're saying so that you can see the curtain and the rest of the room, right? No, no. I mean, as I walk past the curtain. Oh yeah, no, nothing happens. There's nothing. There's no movement right. or any. Okay. No. Um, Okay, so I want to be nice, Mike, not nasty, Mike, but let's be reasonable about the fact that you're all trying to be quiet at this point. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, fine. Check. Yeah. No, no, I'm more worried about communicating between you. Okay. Uh, so Alessandra is headed north. Heading north, rolling a stealth check to yep. cover herself. And she gets a 26. Okay, let me just make a quick dice roll behind the screen. So she's uh -huh. going to... Go okay, so back. Silent has missed. You've headed up the northern passageway. Parker yeah. is behind the secret door. The others are still waiting behind the door in uh, I'm readying uh, an action bedroom. to bash something. Okay, so you're readying the attack action should something come close enough to you to attack it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And Who's... off you go, Burple. Let's go round, yeah. Okay, so this curtain. Yes. Is there a... Can I target the bottom of the curtain? So what, what this is... The, 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 
Uh, let me just check the. So um, I want to curtain. cast it on the floor underneath the curtain, so that it affects anything that's behind. The I curtain. completely, I completely understand. Um, you can cast it. You can center a spell at the t above the curtain on the ceiling because you know that there's a gap. Okay. Yes. Um, but there doesn't seem to be a gap between the curtain and the floor. It rests against the floor. That's fine. So I will target, you know, kind of the middle of the curtain above it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, let's do that then. Um, tell me about the spell and what's the... Tell me about the save. Tell me about everything about it. Okay. It's an intelligent save. It's, I know um, that already. There is there is no save. Uh, and in fact, <laughs> if you're evil, you take three... You take triple damage. Yeah. Uh, and it, yeah. Okay. And your leg uh, becomes uh, a snake. It already has. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's really uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Oops. Uh, so <laughs> each creature in a twenty-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make an intelligence saving throw. A creature that with an intelligence score of two or lower can't be affected by this spell. A target take, mm -hmm. takes eight d six psychic damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Okay. After a failed save, a target has muddled thoughts for one minute. During that time, it rolls d6, uh, a d6 and subtracts the number rolled from its attack rolls and ability checks, as well as its constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. Fine. Um, let's roll the saving the throw. The target can make an intelligence saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. Let's start with the um, saving throws. I mean, saving throws. Saving throws, actually. Oh, what was the dc again? Uh, the DC is 102. Uh, no, it's uh, Intelligence DC 15. Okay, so um, fine. And roll the damage. Uh, when you say saves and you only roll once, that's, you know, that's not encouraging, Mike. I'm just, you know. I, you know. You want me to roll again? <laughs> no. <laughs> if okay. that means you might get a better roll. If it means yeah. you might get a worse roll, then yes. Okay. So, anyway, uh, so it's 8d6, so it does the following damage. Yes. 19. Mm, 19 points of damage saved to half, is that right? Unfortunately, yes. That's a really <laughs> shit roll. Two ones, three twos, and two threes. Okay. It's rubbish. Uh, it's uh, a rubbish roll. Your yeah, spell goes... Whatever. Yeah. Uh -huh. You hear yeah. a sort of hiss from behind the curtain, and let us roll for initiative. Rolling a an eighteen. Ooh. Sessions gets a twenty. Let's go around. The, okay, so Sessions gets twenty-three. Yeah, that's a uh, nightmare. Nightmare for Sessions, but there we go. You know, he gets um, a twenty. Yes, but he oh, and tw twenty in total. I'm sorry. Twenty in total. Yeah, got it. Okay, um, Parker, eight. What'd you get? An eight. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Burple, twenty. 20 in total, and uh, Alessandra? 17. 17 for D, and for uh, Buggy? 18. 18 in total. Right, so running through the order, we have Sessions on 20, Burple on 20, Buggy on 18, D on 17, Parker on 8, correct? It's this thing. There's a, an awful gurgling hiss as it springs into action. Um, and the whole chamber fills with gas. Yeah, sorry about that. Pools farted. Yeah, sausages. <laughs> Smelly beef. Baked beans. Mm-hmm. Alessandra, you're in the gas. Yeah. Parker, suddenly the room is filled with gas in front of you and it's pushing its way into the passage towards you. Mm -hmm. The three of you who are in the Hooves' bedroom, um, I note that Burple is headed for the exit. Um, you can see up the passageway, but you can just see gas. The... <laughs> Alessandra, so you can see up up the passage, right? You can mm -hmm. see up the. You can just see gas up the passage. 
do we know what uh, spell this is? Um, uh, you could, if you could see the gas. Uh, did you see it being cast? No. Um, well, I saw the gas appear. Uh, did you? Looking at your, where your character is on the map, you seem to be out in the corridor around yeah, the corner like, from the I'm bedroom. But I'm looking up the corridor towards... I can see the edge of the gas. You, you might just... Okay, give me an Arcana check. An it's Arcana cloud. check. Getting an enormous eight. An eight? You <sighs> think it's one of the... One of Get the one of the cloudy uh, one of the cloud spells. spells. Yeah. Stinking cloud, maybe cloud kill. Mm. You know, uh, one well of those I'll, spells. I'll try dispel magic on it, I guess. Okay. Um, Is it third level or less? Um, nothing happens. Can you cross off the spell? So I don't even get to. I don't even get to roll. Okay. You don't feel that you 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 you're trying to apply the power of your spell to what you assume is a spell effect, and it's just doesn't seem it's like yes not a spell you've got the okay. yeah it's like the wrong type of screwdriver phillips yeah. instead of flathead yeah yeah um let us move on to a bit like a flathead yeah sessions on 20. are you going to roll to see well i think sessions is going to you can i think you i think in this instance between you you can do it as long as we don't spend hours discussing it right i suppose that would actually be quite faithful to how he's normally run so i don't know what, what you, you want to do? do apart from the obvious he's going to run in and attack it obviously he's not going to run in and attack it <laughs> He might move up to the edge of the cloud and see if his spirit guardian does anything. But mm -hmm. then again, no, because it might move towards him. So he'd probably actually shuffle backwards a little bit to try, <laughs> try and... Try lighting it. <laughs> try lighting its farts. <laughs> I think, I mean, that could I be think Sessions would, would calculate... I think Especially Sessions, Alessandra. Would, I think sessions would calculate a 30-foot movement and try and be out of that range. He, he might think do it he invoke might, a crushing coin, though. Yes, or he might uh, he might summon a celestial. Just saying. If, that, if that's what he can do. It's a fifth level. Do we want to start? You call forth a celestial spirit. Spirit it manifests in an angelic form in an unoccupied space that you can see within range. This corporeal form uses the celestial spirit snap block. When you cast a spell, choose Avenger or Defender. Your choice determines the creature's attack in its attack in its snap block. Uh, yeah, so it fights basically for you. That Tom class good. eleven. Uh, armor class eleven. Armor class. <laughs> yeah, that armor class mm. eleven was a bit of a oh, plus the okay. level of the spell. Okay, so it's armor class sixteen plus two. Armor class eighteen. That's not Much bad. Armor class. Uh, hit points forty plus ten for each spell level above fifth. So fifty plus hit 40. points. No, 50, just forty. Fifty. Just 40. Hit 40. Oh, 40. 40, Yes, forty. Uh, speed of 30, it can fly 40, has a strength of 16. Okay. Well, it has a radiant bow that does 2d6 plus 2, plus the spell's level. Mm -hmm. So plus 7. 2d6 plus 7, or a mace that does 1d10 plus 8. Bad. Mm -hmm. You're cool, Dan. Is it? You're running him. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just moving him. I would start with spiritual, a spiritual weapon. Spiritual weapon. Let's get a spiritual weapon out there. Can we have a token, please? Okay, so the crushing coin is being summoned yep. into existence. Where would you like to bring it into being? Well, let's let's put it kind of there. Kind of there? Thanks for the, the kind of there. edge Sorry. of the cloud. Let's put it on the edge of the cloud, because that's where you can see. Okay, yeah, so it's just inside the corridor heading north, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, like that? Yep. Okay, fine. Um, is he going to try and make an attack on the cloud with it? I don't think there's anything to attack. Fine, let's move on to... Well, he's no, move. no, no, Session doesn't finish his round. He will move backwards. Okay. Two, Hang on, don't levels. forget the Spirit Guardians is quite effective. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't go too far back. 
I'll keep you in mind. Uh, go behind just, Buggy. He, he just he just doesn't want to. Sessions never wants to be anywhere near trouble. Spirit Guardians does forty-eight damage. Mm. Okay, but I he's got nothing to attack currently. The thing moves forward. It's going to go into the Spirit Guardians. Okay. I, at the moment, um, it isn't. Mm. Move. Just move Sessions behind Buggy. To just yeah, next to Buggy or behind Buggy. Buggy. Move Buggy's behind, next. Behind so Buggy. Buggy's yeah, it's fine. Buggy. Yep. Buggy, your turn. I'm running away. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is when we find out. I the can truth. move very fast. I'm running away. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> no. Wishful thinking. Oh, I don't know what to do. Ready. We want to lure it into the room, don't we? Ready. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll I'll move a little bit further back so I'm behind sessions. <laughs> Effectively using sessions as a shield. Yeah, that's I... the usual tradition when you're playing someone else's character, right? No, all right. I, I'll stay where I am. I'm just. Um... Okay, so you're, are you just maintaining your readied action to attack I anything will, that you um, can... If I... Uh, Make a noise. Try and draw it in. My, uh, I can't... If I cast my uh, my own spiritual weapon, I suppose that's going to screw up the readied action, is it? Yes. Um, okay, well, I'll just stay where I am then. And ready an action to bash. Anything Fine. Anything comes up. Yeah. Um, next, it is... Alessandra. Alessandra. Alessandra is going to move into the toilet and shut the door. I don't think it smells any better in the toilet. To get out of the gas. Okay, so, Alessandra, Mm -hmm. you start your turn in the gas. Yes. Can you give me a constitution saving throw? Yeah. DC. 26. 15. Okay, is this an ought dice moment? Not until you've rolled, no. Not until I've rolled, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you might as well, yeah. Rolling a 15. (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh, you take half of... Oh, that's right. It's, it's still very nasty. Well, we'll see. Um, you take half of the following. You oh, take uh, nine points of poison damage Yeah. because you start your turn in the cloud. Yeah. That is it, really. Excellent. Thank you. Um, what else do you want to do? Uh, that's what I've done is I've moved into the toilet. Oh, I suppose I'm going to move into the toilet, shut the door... Yeah. I will. Th- can I then ready an action? I can. Because uh, yes, you can yeah. use your action, your full action, to ready an action. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to ready an action. I'm going to stand with my back to the wall and yep. ready an Got action it. to shoot at anything that comes through the door. Next, it is Parker on eight. Parker, you're just looking at a wall of green mist. Lucas, you're a mute. Am I? No, you just, Lucas, you're not talking. Yeah. Give us a chance. Well, asleep. That's unusual. I don't know. What about now? I'm just wondering. Okay, well. How about now? How about now? So, what I will try and do <laughs> is. Yes. Use my elemental attunement. Attunement. Which, if you remember, I used successfully. Um, yes, I remember. Yeah. Back in the caves with the smoke. Um, yeah, with the twiglets. Yeah. With the twiglets, yes. And basically push this twiglet, gas yes. away from me. Does that seem to have an effect? Um, you can move 10 square feet of gas, is that correct? I think that was sort of roughly what we we agreed on. Because yeah, it says well, you, you can, can snuff a campfire or something like that. So I think yeah, we agreed. You can, create, uh, you can uh, create a sort of breeze that, that, yeah. that moves the gas, that opens a space in the gas in front of you that's, yeah, about, you can see about five feet into the chamber because you clear an area there's billowing gas around the the void that you've created with your elemental attunement is that what you want to um, do yes that's what i will do and then i will um 
other than that, ready in action. Oh, hold on, no, that is an action, as an action. Uh, that's all I'll do for the moment. The cloud um, starts heading for you, uh, Parker. It um, engulfs you. Um, Bloody that hell, that was quick. Oh, is all that happens in that round. Purple on 20. Uh, that's all that happens in the turn, anyway. Um, can I target it with the dissonant whispers, Mike? The cloud? No, the creature. So Which you whisper, creature? Yes. Well, the creature that we saw the you last need a, time. You, you need a line of effect between you and the target. So it says you whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. Uh... I don't think you can choose a creature that you've never seen and you just are speculating about. I have seen it, though, haven't I? Um, I don't know that you have. Didn't we see it last time? Didn't it come off? All you us? saw last time was another cloud and then something running around oh, in the cloud, but it never yeah. actually... I think you need to be able to... Uh, I'm moving to a position where I can see up the corridor, basically. And... Yeah, so what you can see is the crushing coin. The corridor is now mostly gas-free. Yeah. You can just see past the edge of the cloud up the passageway opposite up towards where Alessandra was, but is now gone. Yeah. The door to the lavatory is now closed. The curtain is still there. I'm going to move and have a look up the corridor. I guess what I'm going to do. Okay, and that's what you well, that's what you can see, as, as just described. Don't really have any Buffy type spells, which is sessions on twenty. How far can sessions move the crushing coin? It's about twenty foot, isn't it? I think you can bonus, bonus the cr crushing coin up to twenty feet and make uh, and make an attack. Okay. I'll do a blade ward, Mike. That's what I'll do. Cantrip. Uh, okay. I want the crushing coin to move up into the cloud. Um, to the cloud. To the cloud into yeah, the cloud. Yeah, into yeah, I see what you're saying. Into the sort of into the periphery of the cloud, yeah. Yeah, it's it. the edge of the cloud. That's yeah. as far as it I can understand. go. And it's gonna start yeah. to kind of see if it can attack anything within there to discover its anything. It's going to try and attack the cloud. No, it's uh, going to try and attack whatever's in the cloud. Okay, so it's looking... It's I'm randomly making it Swiping. Attack. You're making the coin randomly swipe around in that periphery of the cloud, trying to find something to make contact with. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, roll um, to hit roll. Oh, this this is what happened last time, isn't it? It's the, the cloud is it. It turns into a cloud, doesn't it? Do you remember we were swiping it and nothing happened? The, oh, that's the different cloud that was a different place. That was the jelly monster that got summoned in the sewers. Yes. At one point it was a cloud and I was bashing it and it didn't do anything. Are you thinking this is the same thing? Yeah, it's just a bigger version. I think Mike said that. There was a striking similarity between this creature and that creature, although this thing seems to have more eyes. That thing only had a single eye and was like almost like a sort of tree of orange gelatinous weirdness, whereas this thing is like a, a kind of blancmange pyramid of orange gelatinous weirdness dotted with multiple eyes. The only people who have seen that, uh, Alessandra, very briefly before she um, headed off, and Buggy, I think, saw it moving sort of through yes. a cloud. Yeah. So I attacked it. Yeah. Okay, so we know that this is the thing rather than this is a cloud being directed I, I, by other I think things. it might be. You're but speculating. I, but yeah. I, I don't know if we did any damage on it. Anyway, Certainly you've made a roll. With... Okay, fine. Um, and can you make a damage roll, please? 13 points of damage. Okay, thank you very much. Yep, okay. I think Sessions might move... Shall I put Sessions up a bit? It moves very fast, this thing. I'm not going to put Sessions up a bit. Because if it decides to change direction and come down, it could be okay. quite... On 18, Uncle Buggy! Uncle Buggy, I don't know what to do. Um... Just wanted a nice, simple, physical... Mm. 
something to hit. Bashable foe that you could get into. And then really irritatingly, yes. you managed to persuade everybody to start a fight. And the thing you started a fight with, you can't you hit. Can't hit. Yes. Um, I think I've done three first level spells. Why don't you go look behind the curtain? Because that would be that horrible mosaic thing. I could do a guiding bolt. But you've got protection from evil running, haven't you? Won't that give you protection from the horrible mosaic? Mm. Yeah? Uh, let's have a look. Protection from evil. Protects against certain types of creatures. Creatures uh, disadvantage on attack rolls. Can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. If the teachers... Yeah, okay. All right. Do you want me to do that, everybody? I think, you know... You know, what's the worst can, that can happen, Johnny? <laughs> right, I'm moving up to the... Down the corridor, up to the edge of the curtain. Yes. Interact with an object, do you think, just to move the curtain aside? Yeah, it's free, yeah. yeah. Sorry, and as bonus action, I'm also doing a rage, raging. Right, so you're doing a bonus action to rage. You're moving. 20 feet. Interact with an object is, is look behind the curtain. So you're not casting protection from evil. I have that running already. Oh, no, sorry, if I, if I do rage, I can't do it anymore. Sorry, I'm um, not doing the rage yet. I'm moving up. I've, I did the protection from evil last. I understand. You've already session. got protection from evil running. You run up to the curtain. You don't rage Pull because it, you don't want to dispel the protection from evil. You open the curtain. You see a uh, a wall about um, 15 feet away from you. Um, Bring on the wall. Bring on the wall. In front of it is an urn or a basin that's about oof, five or six feet tall, uh, broad with a broad, with a kind of lip around the outside yes like a kind of giant plant pot basically that looks like it is it's got a slimy interior but there's nothing horrible in it and behind it on the wall there is a mosaic made out of black and green tiles depicting the skull of Chios that's what you can see and it does I don't get a wave of fright nothing no I mean you wouldn't know because you've got protection from evil okay um, I'm going up to the urn and smashing it with my axe yeah well smash it let's see what happens it's not difficult to hit. You can just roll the damage. 17. Um, I will say you can chip away a bit of this urn. You kind of make a crack in it. Okay. It was on the damage. Yep. You, you, yep. You, you break well, a bit of the knock it over as well. Does that make uh, it? Yeah, you can knock it over. It kind of rings, kind of boing when you do that. Okay. And then I will move back to where I was before. Okay. Running back out of the room. Yes, back okay. to the uh, the doorway. On 17, Alessandra. Locked. Oh dear, what can the matter be? Alessandra's locked in the lavatory tube. she was there. You hear yeah, a kind watch of... Watch out for the poo golem. You hear... And then... And then boing, and then smash, and then crunch, and then... From the other side of the door. Alessandra's going to open the door. Yeah, um, things have changed. You can see the, you can see now the, the the green cloud is gone. You can see a bit of it mm-hmm. in the main room to your south. Okay, and she's going to cause she's she can't do anything. She's got nothing to attack. Wow. So she's going to ready to attack. Well, the gas. The gas is the thing. Can she attack the gas? Well, I don't know. <laughs> try. She'll take a crossbow bolt shot at the gas. Then. Okay. Um, fine, Bonkers off leap. you go. Yeah, make, shoot a, make an through attack. and skew a buggy on the other side. Well, he's gonna, she's going to try not to do that. She's going to try and do it at an angle so she doesn't. Yeah, okay. So she hits armor class 17. Yeah, I mean, your crossbow bolt shoots into the gas and goes into the wall. Boink! As it hits the wall opposite. Yeah, just as I thought. And that's her round. She can't do anything else. On eight, 
Parker. Oh dear. What can the matter be? I guess and I have to make a the lavatory. <laughs> She'll be there from Monday to Saturday. Lucas on a jet plane. Everybody he is knows the lavatory. <laughs> right. I guess I have to make a save before anything else. Yes, let's start with the DC 15 constitution. <laughs> Brilliant pause there, Luke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I thought I'd let you, you know, yeah, get it on. out of the system. Yeah, are, you, looking... are you quite finished? <laughs> the word you're looking for is, anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, yeah have that, let's have the save. Let's here have we that go. save. Here we let's go. Let's have the what save. What was it? Constitution? Oh, it doesn't matter. You doesn't made matter. it. You aced it. Uh, you take God half of the following. You take... This much damage. Oh, oh my goodness me! You take fourteen points of poison damage with a save. With a save, and you can't see anything, Parker. Obviously, Parker. Right, but I mean, you know your surroundings. You know you're at the corner of a passageway. Yeah. So I will move out mm. of the cloud. Okay. Uh, which way? Uh, going further on down the passageway. Get on down. Get on He's down. on down the passageway. Move to the <laughs> Lucas. Yeah. End of the yeah, passageway so now, going yeah. north. Yeah, yeah. And then so I will looking... fling a produce oh. flame at the cloud. Yeah. Okay. How does that work? Do you have to make an attack? An attack roll? A spell yes. attack roll. Do on... it. Do it. So make the spell attack roll. Spell attack roll. Get to the chopper. But I mean, I'm effectively furling it into the cloud. Yes. I'm throwing fire at the cloud. Yeah, so um, I get a four plus okay. six well, I mean, is a you, ten. Yeah, okay. And make a damage roll for the flames. So that would be nine points of damage on the... Nine points of fire damage on the cloud yes, if, you've, if you've managed to kind of affect yeah, it. I will move six squares further on down the passage to the east. Yes, gotcha. Heading east. Yeah, heading east Give me up a the slope. perception check. 21. It's just a, an impression, but you're... As your as your the acoustics t- tell you that even though you I don't know how your dark vision is pretty extensive right yeah what how what's the range of your dark vision sixty uh, so you can see sixty feet down this passageway but you can tell from the echo of your footsteps as you pad along that, that it's clearly you're in a some something that just runs on and on yeah right the next thing that happens is it's well whatever it is. Is it a cloud? Is it what is it? Um, is it taking damage from the spirit guardians? Um, not yet. You're not sure, but I know what the spirit guardians' damage is, and I've been watching. You know, I mean, you just don't know. Um, the cloud disappears. Right. You hear the door, the secret door, bang closed. <laughs> right. Um, Parker. <laughs> uh, from your position, your relatively distant position, you. Yeah hear the door click closed behind you mm-hmm. and you hear a kind of a what? Uh, and you've got the distinct sense that something has sort of materialized in the corridor out of sight but round behind you and is moving towards you mm-hmm. uh, and we will pick things up <laughs> next <laughs> oh my god he's being chased Wait. by a blamange <laughs> better be a fast moving blamange The 
Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Champion's Belt and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Champion's Belt was written by Tito Lietti. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Thank you.